we stand today. The Business Method the business with method. a shout out. The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring successful entrepreneurs and high-profile people dissecting their online and location-independent business models. We dissect the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that had built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber of businesses and we are getting behind the minds, the logic, and the science of what it takes to build businesses like this. On top of that, we also gather entrepreneurs at events and retreats around the world. This October, we are having our annual event in Thailand, Get Shit Done Live. It's 10 days of high-performance productivity, targeted collaboration, and rapid execution designed for entrepreneurs to get a lot of work done in a little amount of time. Some say it's like 10 months of work in 10 days. There's a magic that happens when brilliant minds come together to push one another towards productive execution. That is exactly what this retreat is about. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That is thebusinessmethod.com. Now, let's jump in today's show. The Business Method. Plato described ecstasy as an altered state where our normal waking consciousness vanishes completely replaced by an intense euphoria and a powerful connection to a greater intelligence. This is a recent quote that I read from the book Stealing Fire. In this book, I think I've read about 15 to 20% of it so far, and already is at the top of my list for my reads of 2018. And it includes another great quote from a YouTube celebrity that I'm a fan of. His name's Jason Silva. And Jason makes these incredible videos on YouTube where he goes into what they call ecstasis in the book Stealing Fire, this altered state of mind, and it's almost like he is speaking from another world. And his statements and his communication is so incredibly profound that it's absolutely gone viral. And he's become one a YouTube superstar, but also um, a television celebrity because of it. And his quote is, really, Silva says, what I found in altered states was freedom. First, they gave me freedom from myself. Then they gave me freedom to express myself. Then they showed me what is actually possible. But it's not just me. I think almost every successful person I've met one way or the other has found a way to use these states to propel them to levels they didn't know were possible. And when I read that statement, the first thing that comes to mind is the book Think and Grow Rich. And in Think and Grow Rich, written by Napoleon Hill, it's a study of the 500 most successful people of the time, which I believe was during the early 1900s. And... Napoleon Hill interviewed all 500 of these people over a period of 25 years. What he found is that almost all of those people have some sort of practice where they get into a different state of mind and they can find answers clearer. They can find 
visions clearer. They can decide on what they want to create in their own lives, in their own businesses, in their own personal relationships, easier. And this is one of the reasons meditation has become so incredibly popular over the past 10, 15 years. Meditation is a practice where you can get into a more relaxed state of mind. What's actually happening to your mind is going from beta state, which is the everyday normal activity of wa- of your brain waves, into an alpha state of mind, which the brain waves slow down even more and even deeper. They go into theta state and gamma state. And in these states, answers can come. And it's almost like you're connected to a higher power or divinity during that time, and they come. And I know there's a lot of people that have resistance to that, especially entrepreneurs that are very rational and logical. They have resistance to the idea that they can get into an altered state of mind and become more connected to a higher power. But if you read Think and Grow Rich, you'll realize that 500 of the top successful entrepreneurs, almost all of them that Napoleon Hill interviewed, has some sort of practice where they connect to their imagination. They connect to something that is greater than them. They connect to some sort of higher power or higher self to find answers, to find solutions, to help them create their dreams, to help them help other people, to help them make more money, to help them become better business people, to help them become better spouses, sons and daughters, parents to help them become better friends, to help them live a better life. And this is what they're talking about in Stealing Fire. And if you guys haven't heard of the book yet, I highly recommend it. It's written by a guy named Jamie Wheel and Stephen Kotler. And I had the chance to see Jamie speak for part of his presentation a couple months back. And I know what I saw was incredible. And I know the people's reaction within that group that saw him present. They were blown away. And Stealing Fire kind of talks about that. The idea is by meditating, by getting into an altered state of consciousness, and I know that term can bring up resistance for a lot of people. We're not talking about using drugs. We're not talking about using any type of substance that gets you into an altered state of consciousness. Even though they do address some of those options in the book, I'm not talking about that. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that use substances to help them understand the greater consciousness of the world and and understand themselves. I feel, from my experience, to be connected to a greater consciousness, to be connected to a higher power, to find a more peaceful, relaxing, connected state of mind, you need a clear, uninhibited body, mind, and spirit. Without the substances, I believe that connection is powerful. I believe your insight is stronger. And I believe that with those substances, it can actually dim that connection. I'm not going to negate anybody's experience with these, but I am going to say that over the long term, almost always, not almost always, always, substance Use and abuse will diminish your energy instead of giving you energy. There's anabolic energy and catabolic energy. Anabolic energy is life-giving energy, and catabolic energy is life-taking energy. 
substances, especially over the long term, mind-altering substances and drugs will always be a catabolic energy and take more energy from you than they will give. What we're talking about is natural. It's a meditation. It's a prayer, uh, a walk or workout or some type of activity or, or ritual that gets you into a more calm, a different brainwave, a different state of consciousness that creates different brain patterns in your mind, going from alpha, beta, theta, and gamma brainwaves. And in the book, when you get into this altered state of conscious, in a way, you're actually stealing fire from the gods or stealing fire from a higher power or stealing knowledge or stealing wisdom. It's not really stealing. It's just connecting. It's getting more in tune to that higher consciousness, however you want to define it. And by doing that, you get a bit of what the gods have. And you become a bit more superhuman. And this is exactly what Jason Silva does on his YouTube videos, is he connects to that. And when he does, he becomes free. Free from himself, free from his insecurities. Freedom to express himself in ways that weren't normally possible. When he's operating in a conscious beta state of mind. And as he says in a quote, almost every successful person that he's met one way or the other has found a way to use these states to propel them. One thing that I have realized is that the more successful, the more higher caliber entrepreneur and people that I meet, the more I realize that the majority of them have some sort of relationship or connection with something outside of themselves, something bigger than themselves. The more I interview seven-figure entrepreneurs, the more I interview and talk to eight-figure entrepreneurs, the more I talk to people that have sold businesses for 50, 100, 200 million dollars, the more I realize is that they're connected to something. They use practices to connect to something bigger and grander because you have to step away from yourself to create that. All entrepreneurs know that we work in the business and we work on the business. We all start off working in the business as it's growing. And we get to the point where we can work on the business and we have a team that can work in the business and we can focus on the bigger vision and the grander views of the business. One thing that we don't necessarily take as much time to do as we work in the business and on the business, our businesses, we don't take so much time to work on ourselves. We work in ourselves. Every single day we get up, we go to work, we do this, we do that. We get groceries, we open up our laptops, we do our work, whatever we need to do. Go to the doctor, eat food, work out. We're working in ourselves, but how often do we work on ourselves? How often do we take time away, like successful entrepreneurs do, take time away from being in the business to be on the business? How often do we take time to Stop working in ourselves and start working on ourselves. And just like entrepreneurs do to work on the business, as Cal Newport calls it, deep work, as Dan Reutman, founder and CEO of Stroll, calls it, a gentleman that has sold one of the largest language learning platforms in the world for $100 million, deep work. We have two hours of deep work that we can do every day. 
How much time are we taking to do deep work on ourselves? And one of the beautiful things about lifestyle design is that you can create a business that helps you work on yourself, which is amazing. But then we get bogged down into the, the everyday riffraff of working in our business. How often are you taking to work on yourself? One of the most important things that I think, and I'm learning more and more every day that we can do is to get away from our digital devices and to get off the grid. I try once a week to turn my phone off and not use it. I try to keep that phone away from me at least an hour before bed and the computer. It's not always easy. (laughs) Sounds like it is, but it's not. You guys know. When's the last time you guys actually turned off your phone? Not because the battery died. The last time you turned off the phone just for the hell of it. Most people can't even remember if they ever did. Most people haven't. And it feels good to turn off your phone. It feels really good. You know what's good about it is that it's kind of nice to talk to a person, ask them for directions. Hey, where's Walgreens? Oh, you drive down the street, take a right, go to the left here. Thanks. We can reconnect to the human part of ourselves. Not that technology is bad, okay? It's not killing us. A lot of people out there think that technology is evil and it's killing us. It's not. It's a beautiful thing. It's making our lives easier, interconnected. It's making life better on the planet. However, like anything, we need to learn to manage it. Just like we needed to learn how to manage our television watching. Just like we needed to learn how to manage our alcohol consumption. Just like we needed to manage to learn how to live a balanced life 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago, 10,000 years ago. And I was inspired to do this podcast because I'm actually getting off the grid to work on myself next week. And I'm going with a bunch of entrepreneurs to Spain and the Pyrenees Mountains for six days where we will work on our projects. A couple months ago, I actually did this and I went to an island in Croatia where we could just work on ourselves and our projects. And it's an incredible, powerful experience, especially when you step away out of your normal environment to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs that speak your same language. It can transform everything. It can be just like going down a pipe in Mario Brothers in World 2 and coming out in World 12 because it can absolutely change your mode of thinking within seconds. They say you are like the five people you surround yourself most with. It is 100% absolutely true. Take those five people and see where they are in their life. There's a chance you're really close. Take those five people and see where they're going in the next five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, 50 years in their lives. And if you continue to surround yourself with those people, you'll continue to act like them and be like them and create results like them. Now, that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. Martin Luther King said it best, environment is stronger than willpower. One of the most famous people that ever walked the earth, helping the world become a better place, he said, environment is stronger than willpower. You've got to take time to work on 
yourself. It's vital. One of my greatest fears is living a half-lived life. And when I die, when I go to the next life, there's no way I'll be laying on my deathbed saying, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done this. I'm going to slide into that coffin and I'm going to say that was one hell of a ride. You've got to take time to work on yourself, on your relationships, on your business. How do you do that? You have two hours of deep work you can do a day. Maybe that's in your business or maybe that's in yourself, but you've got to be ruthless with that time. The reason why I've created these curated environments for entrepreneurs is because when people come together to work on themselves, on their business, it transforms. And people have told me, Chris, coming to your event was the best decision of my life. That is flattering. You need to go at least once, twice, as much as you can per year to events that are the best events of your life. Not once or twice in your lifetime, once or twice or three times or four times or six times per year. Imagine the growth and the results that you could create. In our event in Thailand, every year we bring entrepreneurs together. This year we have Get Shit Done Live, a 10-day productivity retreat. It's not the right word. 10-day productivity event for entrepreneurs, by entrepreneurs, for entrepreneurs to work on themselves and their business. We set one or two big goals, huge goals that you have in your business. We set up a system, boundaries. We have check-ins to help you create that in your business. We collaborate. Somebody's good at marketing. Somebody's great at advertising. Somebody's great at copy. Put our brains together and help you change the results of your business rapidly, rapidly. Imagine being in that environment. It's a powerful thing. This event is in October and November 2018. Check it out at thebusinessmethod.com forward slash GSD2018. I'll leave you with that. Saludos from somewhere in the world.